Hey guys. So yeah, we've taken a, a little mid-season hiatus because life happened and there was a lot of traveling mm -hmm. and I needed to get my life together. So Lauren's back with me. Hey guys. Good to be back. Yes. Be back. And we are going to talk about, well, one of the reasons why I was gone was I went to a women's conference. I went to, to Rise, which is hosted by Race. Which is hosted by Rachel Hollis. You know, like when you haven't been on the mic for a long time and you're, <laughs> your mouth stops working. Um, but I went to Rise and it was amazing. Um, but it also uncovered a lot of stuff that I have actually around womanhood, like around the concept of like what it means to be feminine and what it means to walk around in the space. Um, and Lauren and I have talked about this a lot because. Mm -hmm. We sort of both have issues with this with the same things. Yeah. Um, but one of the biggest things is like the lies that we've told ourselves um, throughout our lives, which I, I a lot of it stems from things people in authority have said to us, our parents, the men in our lives, all the things, mm -hmm. um, even some of the women in our lives who you know I feel like a lot of us grew up with very traditional parents and like my mom and like. Like what what is ladylike and what is not um and because of these things it's shaped how we present ourselves in the world and in spaces and yes um how we interact with each other uh i think in a very big way but also like it affects how we walk into our calling yeah it does and so we're gonna get into a little bit of that um we're gonna talk about some stereotypes that we see a lot, the lies that we, even we believe a little bit. Um, and then also how size plays into this and in the fashion industry. So get ready. Yeah, that's good. Hopefully, I was just thinking, you know, for people, for women that are listening or for men that are listening in, you can hear some things that resonate with your own self and with things that, you know, even if you don't relate to our specific um struggles with you know ourselves our femininity you can probably see how there's things about yourself that you question or you don't like or you wonder why it is the way it is and how you're supposed to walk in this world and I think all the things that we come up with today Dom we probably need to continue to take to the Lord and it's just things that like if, if it's uncovered it's like you know what all right God help us see ourselves the way you see us and that's been like my struggle since I moved to New York where I'm like God I want you to tell me who I am I don't want none of this stuff to inform it but it is real, and I think it's important to you know make observations so that we can then go back and make um, progress and reflection and in prayer about what actually does define us and what we let um, be the highest priority in our mind and in our heart. Um, and I personally, I know you do too, I want that to be the way the Lord sees us, and I yeah. think he has some real truth to tell us. Um, so we'll talk about the way it feels first. Yes. <laughs> so when I was at Rise, I had an amazing time. It was it was great. Um, but one of the things that really stuck out to me is I just felt like I was in a room full of women who are warriors and so strong, but visually they are a lot they were just like softer. Mm. And I felt like why am I why do and it's also this has a lot to do with perception and how people in society have like built perceptions around size and and race and all these things and how those play into um, sort of like what it means to be feminine. Yeah. Uh, 
and they're really, and before I even get into this, there's no wrong way to be a woman, no matter what type of woman That's right. you are. Um, that, that, and I think that this is the reason why this is so hard for us. We feel like there is a right way to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And I just see... Or even an, it's almost like an easier way. Yeah. Like, like it's, it feels like there's this easier way. Like if I was like this, everything else would come easier. Yeah, and it's like, would it? Um, right. Because I, don't think it would. I feel like they also have like a different set <laughs> of issues, right. which I know that because who I went to the um, comments with was one of my best friends, Becca, and we are vastly different. Yeah. <laughs> She's a lot. She visually looks softer than yes. me. I got some best friends that visually <laughs> are petite and softer and beautiful looking, and I know they also deal with their own insecurities. It's yeah. just, and then they yeah. would say the same thing to us. They're like. Well, you're strong and beautiful and all the things. And you're like, yeah, but the first word was strong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before you said beautiful, it was, it's not that I don't, I feel like all of them would 100% believe like you are beautiful, but like it's different. Just like the, the impact of right. what you look like. And it's, it's like a weird thing. Let's tell, can we tell our boy stories? <laughs> like with, <laughs> When we've been called boys. Oh, yes. All the time. So, um... Because I, like I got one, too, that happened in the city. I forgot until we were just talking oh, about it. Yeah. Gosh. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit earlier, we were talking about, um, like, how many times we've been called, like, masculine or boys in general. Like, flat out. Like, mm-hmm. that's a boy. Um, which has happened, like, a lot in my life. Um, <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> so... Uh, if you have cornrows when you're a kid, because your hair isn't that long. Um, I don't know if anyone knows, but most of the time when you see people with cornrows, they have extensions. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. Um, and I was also like five or six. Who cares? And <laughs> someone was like, that's a boy. And I've always been wider because I have the shoulders of a linebacker. That's fine. You've never been clotheslined by me. Ooh. But it's it's rough in a basketball <laughs> game. Let it be known. Um, but I remember someone like was like that. They were like whispering behind me. They're like, that's a boy. And I like turned around. I was like, actually it's a girl. Um, but that was like the first time I think that that happened. And that at the time it was like not a big deal. And then you get, you go through sort of life Mm -hmm. and you also have like, like I also was one of the first people, one of the first people in my friend group to like hit puberty. Um, and so I've been busty my whole life. So it's kind of odd. Like, I think that there are parts of me that are very, very feminine mm-hmm. slash womanly. Mm-hmm. But because like we t- sometimes just take things from the angle that we see them, they don't see those things. So this also happened again when I was in college. It probably happened again before then when I was in high school, but high school's a blur. I don't remember it. Um, I do remember it, but I don't care. <laughs> but... <laughs> When I was in studying abroad in England and I had just cut off my hair. So I feel like all of these also have to do with like the natural hair. They do. I was thinking that. Yep. Facet of Mm -hmm. my life. Um, I am still natural. But uh, when I first cut off all my hair and I did a big chop because I just realized no one was going to be able to do my hair. And I was like, well, chopped off. Um, I was, we were in the middle of a fire drill in the middle of the night because someone probably set it off smoking in our dorm and I was in a hoodie and with the hood up and I was in sweatpants because it's you know like three in the morning and I it's either boxers or sweatpants (laughs) Um, so I put on sweatpants 
And this, there were like these kids behind me that were like guys that were like push, like pushing against me. And I sort of like shoved back. And then he was like, they were like, that's a boy and blah, blah, blah. And I don't understand how those two things were connected. Like girls totally would push back. If you don't believe me, look mm-hmm. at the Janelle Monae music video. There's a part where it says, we grab back. We do all the things. We are also equal to you. Remember this. Um, and he was like, that's a boy. And I turned around, I was like, actually, it's a girl. Um, all the way up to last weekend, right after Rise, after all this women empowerment, mm. where someone was like, you with your black girlfriend. And it was, and I was with my friend who looked super adorable. She had a super cute outfit on. I also had a cute outfit on. I'm sure you did too. Exactly. (laughs) But I am much more like, it's not flowers and soft edges. It's lines and, you know, all the things. My hair is super short right now. Just got it cut. But I also had on bright red lipstick. Like, there's like nothing Mm -hmm. super masculine other than like my aura probably isn't as soft. And also that goes with the idea of like, in in the spectrum of all of the things when it has to do with sexuality, I think that there also is times when like masculinity is played up because yeah. we live in a binary system. Yeah. And so it's just like there's always these themes of like, are you woman enough or mm-hmm. you are someone else's or it's just like a weird thing. Yeah. And so And there's like two like you said, like as though there are two options. As yeah. though, oh, if she doesn't look the way I think, you know, femininity-wise, then she must be masculine, which means she must be a lesbian, which means she must be... It's like, there's like this very... It's it's this black and white area, and it's not... There's no gray for it. Although, we're, I think we're creating spaces for that. I mean, yeah. I think right now that's big. And I... I think mine have been... I am six foot tall, for those of you that don't know, um, and over 200 pounds. Been, been, been over 200 pounds. I'm like, my stats are like... Like I weigh more than some uh, NBA players, <laughs> so uh, yes, I, and they got muscle, and uh, <laughs> so mine's not muscle weight. Um, but you know, like I have been, I've been big my whole life. I've been taller than the boys for a long time, and I remember, you know, being younger and lining up in class, and I'm the only girl in the back row, you know, because I'm taller. I'm as tall as all the boys. I'm with the boys in that row, and that does something to you, you know, when you're growing up. It's like I'm not with the girls in those moments, even though I am a girl, and you know. And, the, and I don't think I got teased a ton for that, but I definitely, I was very aware of it. And I don't remember the first time I can remember being called a boy, but just associating myself with that. Like that obviously stands out that I was always in the back with the boys. And I think um, another, like it happens still to me here and it happened to me in New York, but it happened to me in Ohio too, where I will be out like with a beanie on and I had like, I forget where I was. I think it was a Starbucks. I had a pink beanie on and I had a blue coat on, but my hair was up. You could I didn't have any makeup on, and the woman was like, "Sir, can I get you?" Like people do it all the time. Like, "Sir," I'm like, mm. and then they'll look and they look at me harder. I like look at them back harder. You know, <laughs> like I'm like, "You gonna you gonna fix that?" Or... <laughs> you want to correct yourself. right? But at the same time, like it's so crazy because you know I I have grace for it, but it gets old because it's just like. Man, do I really have to put on makeup today for people to think that I'm pretty or for people to notice that I have feminine? That's like the thought in my mind, right? And, you know, it's weird working at a grocery store now where I have learned not to use sir or madam. I have no idea how somebody identifies. I don't know their pronouns when I meet them. I don't know why we think it's okay now 
to gender, like to literally give somebody my perspective of what your gender is in any given moment. And I've yeah. been really trying to be mindful of that because I have a couple of transgender coworkers that it really hurts their heart. Like I can just tell when people misgender them and it's just like they feel like they always have to fight for that. And yeah. so, but still, we're still at this point, you know, I'm still growing and learning like the concept of feminine female even that you know that whole concept what that looks like for me what i think i should be like because i'm female because i'm cis gender female and it honestly like it it doesn't weigh on me probably as much as i realize until i'm in a moment when like especially when you're interested in a guy or you're like i don't know if you don't do this dominique we're like you're all, i'm on the train and i'm thinking about would that person even find me attractive like does yeah. that man like you? Do, I just assume like I'm sure he goes for like the really feminine, cute, petite girls. Like yeah. in my mind, that will come up where I'm like, you don't know him, Lauren. Like, <laughs> no, it's true, and it's. <laughs> I also find it interesting because of like size. I just think there's always that moment where you see a dude that's like six eight, and then they're with someone who's Ugh. like four ten. Right. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are my only option. Like, why do you choose the baby ones? Like. The little baby ones. You but I always it. think of that. I'm like, because I actually have multiple friends that are six feet tall. So it's like, that are women. And like I'm just like, ooh. But then at the same time, I'm like, six to a taller. Like, yeah, I'm five Y'all six. are part of the problem. That's <laughs> but hold on, hold on. Five, six, and six, two is not that much different. Like, <laughs> Come on, like, it, When you talk about six, ten, I'm like, I, that's a back bend for me. I don't need to do that. Um, So uh, I'm just saying. Like, so I feel like there's like interesting moments with. I would even think of that for my friends that are like yes. you that are six feet tall. I watch it happen. I watch it my whole life because I'm like, I gotta have somebody over six foot. And Lord knows, I already pray about that. And if He sends me somebody shorter, it is what it is. But yeah, but it's it is something you think of, especially and also like being someone who's like bigger or like whatever that is, especially when it comes to fashion and stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, your options to look girl, more girl. girly or like feminine or like this weekend I just remember seeing so many flowers mm-hmm. and so much pink yep shout out to y'all that love the color I'm like it's cute I'm That's not saying not my that thing, really yep if you don't give me some red and some purple and when I say purple I mean like that dark purple yep. like the royal, the royal purple. I knew it um, <laughs> like I am Where not about what what is I get it like Dominique's got on this beautiful orange dress today you know and I would probably be in shock if I caught her in a hot pink dress <laughs> it, just, it doesn't work um but like it's just like a thing that I think we see it's like always something else like make I want you to look softer yeah I want you to look yeah like palatable almost. yes like I, I need to be able to take you in and I it, here's the thing and we talked about this I think it was in another podcast or we've talked about this personally you know we live we live in New York City and we are busy and we have only moments to really assess somebody so I feel like I don't know if you feel this way at any given moment I'm being assessed like Mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out what box to put me in and whether to move forward with that box. like do I even need this person like or do I get to throw this away you know yeah and so I think like how we present it's like I shouldn't have to think about that every single time I go out, whether or not I'm pretty enough to the kind of guy that would want to be, whatever that is. But you feel like, sometimes I feel like sometimes, like, okay, like I'm my own personal brand, like everywhere I go, like, mm-hmm. you know, I get that. I also, like, don't really care what you all think of me. I understand that maybe I should mm-hmm. if I'm representing myself and something greater than myself anytime because we're always out 
in the public. Does that make sense? It's yeah. like there's never a moment. We are not by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I just walked down the street this morning. I'm wearing these earrings, and they're made by I think a West African gentleman that I met in New Orleans at Jazz Fest. The gentleman walked past me. He was like, oh, he, what did he say? He said, oh, I like your earrings. Now, I have no idea what he assessed about me because I'm wearing these earrings in this moment. Yeah. But he made an assessment. Anytime, whatever you choose to put on you. And I think, especially for, you know, right now, we're both in seasons where we haven't met our husbands yet. Mm-hmm. And I want a balance between, like, I'm not out here trying to attract men every day. Like, yeah. at That's all. Because it's Actually, tiring. the opposite. It's tiring. Yeah, it's tiring. But yet, at the same time, like... I do want to represent the best version of myself, mm-hmm. but I don't want to, you know, sometimes it's just like, I don't want to have to fit in your boxes. I'm tired. Like, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, for sure. For like, you I, convenient, so it's easier for you to figure me out real quick. Yeah. Like, and it, and, and we, I think that also that's played into the media and how, like social media, especially like we always have our representative self kind of show up. Like mm-hmm. the way that, I mean, I, I remember the, this weekend, one of my friends said, that a woman walked up to her and was like, you don't look like how you look in real life. Ooh. And I was like... People have said that to me too. Lauren, you take really good pictures. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so I look like chopped liver right now. Like literally, <laughs> if you've ever told somebody that, I just want to like say right now, think about how it would be to receive that. Yeah. When you're saying that, you are saying something to the effect of like... This whole, like, experience of you in person, like, you capture really well in an angle. Like, and you are, <laughs> that part, that is really good. You yeah. haven't even affirmed the me that you're experiencing right now yet. You yeah. just talk about the thing I put, no. And it's, like, a weird, and I think that that's, like, weird. I think that that concept of, like, how you can have someone who's never met you Ugh. in real life walk up to you and say, like, you know, you take really good pictures online. Ugh. That'd be like if someone walked up to either of us and was like, wow, your voice sounds so different off of a mic. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Right. I mean, what does that even mean? I'm like, you're correct. We captured a moment on a mic. Right. <laughs> like, And honestly, I, I remember starting to take selfies because I hated, and this is another thing. Let's talk about pictures real quick. Because me being tall, I never get the good angle. I'm either the selfie, so my head is up in the front. Like, I'm the selfie arm, so I got the big old head in the picture. Or the person's short taking it, so y'all get my double chin and all the that. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's so unfortunate. Because I'm, you know, and granted, like, that's a tall people problem I get. You know, you know, it might be a little different. But I also think it's just bizarre because, like, that, like, my selfies or whatever they are, that's my angle. Like, I had to, con- I controlled it because I was like, this is still part of me. Yeah. So what if I captured a good moment? Like, it's still my angle. This isn't some other person I'm subbing in real quick. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, and she so got I was like, Yeah, I was like, I need to reclaim my pictures because I felt like every picture of me was so unflattering. And I was like, you know what? Do I have beautiful angles? And I did it for myself. You know? I actually wrote that down the other day. Like, what if it would be like, because I've been thinking about doing like a photo shoot to capture what I view as my sense of femininity. Yes. Um, That's a beautiful idea. um, Because I think that it's like, when you don't see pictures of you, and like you see pictures of like, like I, I mean, we scroll through way too much. Mm -hmm. And obviously like, I've sort of started to like curate what I'm like looking at um, to be people that represent me, but they're still like not you. Like you still like are scrolling through pictures of other people. And I was like, do you have any angles? 
Like, I mean, I have a round face. I have round hair. Girl, you got the angles. <laughs> but you I don't know. Find them. Yeah. And that's what I, I yeah, find them. And so I, but that, that also empowering. goes with like, how do you wear clothes? Like, like the types of clothes that you want to wear. And so I think that all of this sort of like bubbled up at the surface mm-hmm. when it came to Rise um, or like when I was at Rise because it's just like something I feel like I've just been struggling with in general. Like, um, oh, this is a personal podcast, by the way. <laughs> this is a personal episode. Um, just like the idea of like femininity has been like something that's really hard because I think that like being told what is ladylike. Yeah. Like, I remember being in a counseling session talking about how women sit. Like, if, and I don't know, you probably noticed this and you could possibly be sitting like this right now. So, no shade. But like, Women who, like, the minute they sit down, they cross their legs. And I'd say mostly, um, maybe I'm assuming, slim. Yeah, it's more of a, yeah, like, I mean. Because some of us, our thighs are too big to cross. (laughs) Yeah, like, my, my, I've never been able to cross my legs. Like, and it's, yes, I'm bigger and, like, I, like, I embrace that. It's not a big deal to me. But it's, like, when I try and, like, look, like, oh. Yeah, like, you're wearing a dress and you're, like, oh, I just want to look delicate. Yeah, or, like, especially when you're wearing a dress because they're, like, close your legs. It is uncomfortable to have your legs super close together when you have big thighs. Why? They already touch. Like, no one can see anything. Hello, you have big thighs. That is the point. But when you suddenly try and, like, cross your legs over one another, and then you're, like, hip bones are, like, misaligned, so your spine's misaligned, and you suddenly feel like you're about to collapse. Yeah, that's been my entire life. Mm-hmm. And so when I see it, I'm like, oh, she looks so cute. She's taking up so little space. Mm. And that's the that's the idea. Mm. It's not necessarily that you're like, I'm trying to do this to be feminine. I don't necessarily think that people even pay attention to it. Right. But it's just been a way to create space so. yeah. for others. Yeah. Um, because, like, I've, like, asked some of my friends, like, I don't really pay attention to it. I just, like, do it. And I'm like... Like, and I'm, then I'm like, am I over cognizant of the fact that you can cross your legs and I can't? Like, which totally could be true. Like, <laughs> I, but I, I remember when I lost weight, you know, I, I can cross them kind of now, but when I lost more weight, I remember the day I crossed, I never, I remember this, like, cause you know, sometimes when you lose weight, you can't really, really measure the impact. It's just in different ways. Maybe it's a pair of pants or whatever, like numbers really don't really help me I remember crossing my I remember I'm doing it right now I remember being like I crossed my legs my calves weren't so big that like my leg wasn't sticking all the way out and it was comfortable and they just like sat there it's like it was totally different than anything I'd ever experienced and I was like this is weird like I'm not used to it because my leg my legs are long they're stick they're always hitting somebody next to me if I'm crossing them it wasn't it was not comfortable and I think it's something like you said it's just something that we saw in images of women they cross their legs. They're sitting quietly crossing their legs. We probably saw it in church. We probably saw it in public. You know, it's just women do that. Men, I never saw men do it as often. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, would we associate it with being a woman? And if we can't, it makes sense why it would bother us. Like, why can't I do the thing everybody else is doing? Yeah, and it's interesting, though, because I also see men do it more now mm. that are very also very slim. Yeah. And it's, and it, it, but it's also a sign of, because I feel like they're also, in the same sense, men probably also struggle with this idea of like, what is masculinity? Exactly. Like, and toxic masculinity. And the yes. other things, that's a totally different episode with a totally different extra person here. Right, like, I wonder <laughs> if, yeah, I wonder if men that do that feel that they are not, they don't feel, they've already decided to not feel as masculine in that moment. I just, I'd be curious to know. Like, yeah. if that's just something they, 
Like, you know what? What is masculine anyway? Let me cross my legs. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, I, like, we, and you were talking about this earlier, like, how you sit, like, when you, you sit with your legs more spread out, which I do too. I can't right now. I'm in a dress. Mm -hmm. But, like, what I just say, I'm in a dress. So, I, I feel like, you gotta close your legs. Um, I mean, my dress is super long, so it wouldn't have mattered. Um, but... I grew up the train, yeah. Yeah, like I grew up playing basketball. Basketball players sit with their legs wider stance because that's who we are. Um, and like that was like that's how you if you look at an NBA bench, yes. no one has their legs closed or crossed. Ever. That's not gonna be a thing that you see. You actually you don't even have an NFL bench, a hockey bench, right. a Right. Soccer, football, whatever, whatever one you play, like that is not something men have to worry about. You go on the train and they still don't care. Yo, they do not care. <laughs> and maybe take it up two or three. I watch it every day, and I knew it before I came here because it happens everywhere. Yeah, but I just watch it. Like there'll be women, tons of women standing up, and these men are taking up two or three spots, which is not a concern in the world. Yeah, not a concern in the world. And you know. I think that speaks that there's there's a lot more we can unpack with that whole conversation. But I do think, you know, women, we, like you said, I think the reason we feel less feminine is we, I also feel like it's because I take up more space. I've always felt like I'm a big person. I'm just a lot. I'm a lot in this world. And I don't know why I should have to ever apologize for that or feel bad about that or ask permission to be in a space or, you know, whatever it is. I think, you know, coming into my 30s and the end of my 20s, my tw- end of my 20s I also realized like I don't have to apologize to anybody for being here even now me on the train I know I take up more space than other people I sit down anyway you know what because it's like I know I'm a bigger person I have broader shoulders I'm taking up the space a man would and I have to remember that in my mind like I'm not I'll look at a bench I don't know if you ever do this Dom I'll look at a bench across from me and see in the same space four people could fit but on my side maybe three people could fit because maybe there is a person that's plus size also in me and another and I'm thinking I remember the thought crossed my mind, like, oh, I kind of feel bad about that. Like, I wish I didn't take up because somebody else could sit here. And then I realized, like, no, I don't. This is literally how God made me. This is the space. I cannot squeeze in any more than I am. I'm not going to, you know, like, I'm not going to. I don't have to apologize. This is, I'm a bigger person. It's just the space that I take up in the world. And no, sometimes it doesn't feel as feminine. It really doesn't. Because I don't see women that look like me very often. Yeah. Um, I just don't. And so I think... Which is sad because the majority of women look like us. Right. Like, there's, like, fun fact, there's 67% of American women are size 14 or higher. I did not know that. So, that's right. 67%. So, there's more of us that are size 14 or bigger. Not like they all are 14s. And then, so, if you're thinking of that, you're thinking of, like, what clothes do these women wear? Yo, talk about it. So like just like for a second, uh, I have to do like it. I'm wearing right now because I had to get one at Trader Joe's because the women's didn't fit me. Like for real, and like what is that? I have no idea. Like what? so, like we it's it's just like I feel like there's so many things that that we that you can account to that. Like yes, the fashion industry is, and the other thing about fashion is like yes, you can make your own style, and I think everyone has that creativity and like. They can capture that. But there are times when you go into stores and you're like, there's not going to be anything in here that yep. fits me. Yep, you just know. Or you just don't go in them. You go in them because a friend goes in them. Or you're just like, okay. And then you buy the earrings because right. that's what we Girl. all do. 
We buy the I earrings. I sure do have fly earrings. <laughs> the earrings are one size fits all. <laughs> exactly. And they always I still be. fit in my earrings from high school. That's a meme. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm just thinking one of my best friends is, is getting married. And she went to one store and was adorned and there was tons of things for her. And if she, and then she went to another store and they were like, we can clip it to the front of you and like, mm-hmm. we can find find it in your size. I'm sorry, this is a wedding dress. Right, no. I'm not putting on a size six and feeling like crap as I'm trying on my wedding. No. no. And can you imagine if she had, and she even said this, if I had gone to those stores in reverse. Wow, yes. And it's like, we, in in spaces that are like 100%, what is more feminine than going wedding dress shopping? Right. Like, someone please let me know. Wow. Like, that's the, that's the day that you're going to be a princess. It's also going to be the day that you're going to want to drink. Um, <laughs> you got like a corner. That's the thing is I've, I've gone with friends and I'm like, where's the plus size like wedding girl section so I can look at it? And there's like four. And, and they know. all look like those ugly ass princessy looking like empire until you go to like a specialty store. I think some designers now are realizing, thank God for Christian Siriano. Let's talk about him really quick. <laughs> we, we really do. Seriously, I could cry. Like the beauty that he that he dresses women of all shapes and sizes and women of all sexuality and i just in races he just like he comes through for women and he He does thank you to him he will never probably (laughs) but if he did hey no it's that's real because i watch his i i follow him i watch all of his runway shows and it's, and it's a beautiful sight to see because we don't get to see them yes which is absurd because there's so many women that we want to we want to look cute. I am not trying to wear one more shirt that is a baby doll top. Please. I don't know or cold shoulder. Don't talk to me about these like shoulder who? cutouts. I can't. They're literally like if you are plus size, you could potentially, I'm not saying all of us do, but a lot of us have wide shoulders. I don't want nobody to see my shoulders. Mm-mm. I want to pretend that my shoulders are cute and tiny. And so like when you make the ones that have the cutout, it looks crazy. Like stop. <laughs> I know. And, like, unless it's, like, a very thin strap, but then you make the straps thick, thick on both uh, edges, you look crazy. Stop. No. Like, we right, these, tent, these tent shirts. I'm like, oh, okay, because y'all don't want to see my stomach, right? Like, I'm not really sure. No, I didn't sign up for that. And also, I don't know why this is, like, a thing that all plus-size women have, like, are, like, wide in the same place. Where that is I? not the case. No. Like, like, I don't have a big chest. I don't need... And I do. Right. Like, <laughs> so, like, we need options, people. And, like, we probably wear the same size tops. But we have to... If we tried on the same top and the same size, it depending if it was a different material, it wouldn't fit you. No. Or if it had too much space, it wouldn't fit me. It's, like, at the top. But I need space in different areas. Yeah, like, some of us have hips. Some of us have really small waists. Some of us are tall. Hello. And then some of us are also, like, regular size. I do need to, like, point this out. If I buy one more pair of pants that is made for Lauren and not Dominique, I'm going to... Woo! I'm going to... Just call me next time because we can swap them out because I'd be finding your... I'd be finding your, like, pants and you must be finding mine. I'm just like, why all these super cute wide leg pants for someone who's seven feet tall? Like, not even six feet tall. Like, I'm just like, who who can... Okay. It's like they're trying, but they're not trying hard enough. And that's why I think... Because Christian Ziana, he will make it... Custom. I'm like, this man is making custom couture for these women of whatever size. And I guarantee you he's not charging more for it than he would for a straight size. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? And so, sorry, that was our rant for yeah, the moment. Sorry. We just, because woo. 
fashion and style has been a thing that has sort of like been, I think all, that also plays into femininity because of how people get to show up a little bit. They get to show up not better, but like they get to show up in a way that it is feels more, more authentic. Yeah. 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 Because like they the have options, options. Mm-hmm. and some of us don't have the options and, but also we love, but then they're at the same time we love fashion. And yes, so it's like, do. how do you balance that sort of, I have searched. It's so funny because I've thought about like starting a blog and stuff because I, being a size 14 tall, 14, 16 tall, you know, for most of my life that I can remember, it's like, it is a struggle, but I, I shop all the time just so that I can find enough to wear. Like, and if I find stuff, like I, I wish I probably should find a place to share that. If y'all know people that are tall, tall big girls, send them to me. Cause I, I'd be finding this stuff, but it takes me a lot of time and not everybody has that or enjoys that. Yeah, because I love shopping it, is awful. <laughs> See, Dominique's like, this is my worst nightmare. Me, I'm like, I just go through and try stuff because I know it takes more tries for me to find something that works because the whole store is not accessible to me. So I have to go in and like search around. That's a commitment. You know, you know praise <laughs> God for the com- for the for the committed of fashion. You know, but I am not that person. So I'm going to let you do it. And if you find cute tops, let me know. <laughs> I sure will. You know I will. Um, but like, those are like... I'm just thinking of like all the things that we sort of have been told about what is ladylike mm-hmm. and what is what is the idea of being pretty and mm-hmm. um, I think there is a lot of that even when it comes to like how your voice shows up in these spaces like we're a lot of times women are considered to be quieter yeah. And it's another idea of space. Like, yeah. like we, earlier you said something about being too much. Sometimes, like you, like because you've been bigger, you feel like you're too much in every aspect. My personality is big too, and I think that that's so interesting because it's like, it, like we, what, what is the level of muchness that we're no? And and honestly, the I read a book when I was younger, and it said the, every woman's greatest fear is that she is too much and not enough at the same time. And that hit me so hard because how can I feel too much, but I also feel inadequate in areas. And I feel like that's where I want the Lord to speak to because it's like, Lord, I know it's not a problem. Like I think about the best things about you, Dominique, and the best things I think that people, your friends would say is that you are passionate. You speak your mind. You speak loudly about that. You're not, you know, you don't shy away from those things. But yet in some spaces, you've probably been told, hey, can can you tone it down a little bit or can you just... I have. By yeah. my family even. Hey, can you turn can you just tone it down? Can you turn it down? Turn it down a couple notches. I mean, I can hear that in my head. Not like it it's not like my parents were trying to say like, "Oh, turn down yourself." But you know what that feels like is like, "Yeah. I'm just a lot." You know, and then also being big, add that on top of it. It's not like I was a little girl being loud. I was like, <laughs> "I'm a big old girl being big old loud." Like, it's a lot. But I the Lord has had to speak to that where it's like, "And yes, that's exactly how I made you." And yeah. there's nothing wrong. And that's like, a, I think that that's what's crazy is like how, how we are made this way. Like, it, like, I think that that's what's crazy is like a lot of our loudness or the way that our personalities are, um, because yeah, like I, there's nothing like, I'm not I mean, quiet. you have a podcast. I mean, yeah, I have a, I have a podcast. And if, even when I'm not on the podcast, I will be like, uh, I got a lot of opinions about a lot of stuff. Um, but... It's also the, just this idea of like, shh, like, yes, like, just be a little bit quieter. Like, you're talking really loud. And it's like, 
And I don't, I feel like in those moments when that happens, like I feel like shame mm. because it happens a lot. Like it happens in friendships. It happens like all the time. Like just this idea of like, shh, you're being a little too loud. And it's, and yeah. it's like, I don't, I know that like, it's not in a malicious sense. It's not like anyone's trying to be mean or anything, but I think that there are moments that people don't realize like those have like, mm. di- they dim light. Yes, they do. And, um, and especially in, in light of what we just said about taking up space. So it's like, I hear that and I'm like, shrink a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's like you hear that and you're like, okay. Like you shut down and you want to, it's like, man, it took me a lot to be out here. Like it took me, you know, like you don't know what it took for me to show up today. And yeah. I was supposed to tone it down. And it's interesting because I think this has played into how I've walked into my call. Like I think, or how like I'm approaching my call or like my gifts because because of how it was, how those things have shown up, I've been quiet about things that maybe I wasn't supposed to be quiet about. Mm-hmm. Like things that maybe I wasn't supposed to like shy away from. Like I'm thinking even at the conference, before we went, she asked like all the attendees, she was like, hey, take a picture of something that you're proud of. And I was like, I don't know if I have anything I'm proud of. Yeah, I started a podcast in a matter of three weeks. Yes. Um, and I didn't think about it. Like, I just didn't think of it because of the fact that I was like, you don't want to brag. And I feel like I have a lot of struggle with mm. the idea of how you show up in the world, especially as a woman, and not feeling like you're bragging or you're boasting or you, but like, you, like, we're still allowed to be proud of things. Yes. Yes. And like, we should be proud of the space that we take up. Yes. We should be proud of our voice and how it shows up in the world. Yes. But like, because of the times that we were, we were sort of put down. And it wasn't like that. It also, like, there's something to be said that, like, these are not mal- all malicious moments. No, not at all. But, I mean, there but are when sometimes. They are, when, they, when, when they come against something that's an inherent belief, that's a lie that we believe. And the, and the, the devil know knows how to use. Exactly. Yes. Yes. They don't realize it. It, like, hits that space. It, like, my dad calls it, like, there's an exposed nerve. And it's, like, they're, like, a lightning rod. They just hit, like, oh, you didn't even know. Like, I had this belief. And you just hit right against that belief, like, and it jars you, you know, it, it can really jar you if that's not healed up. Yeah. And so it's just like, I think that we, like, a part of walking in your calling and a part of like sh- how you show up in the world, is just like sort of being your most authentic self. For women, a lot of times that's like, how are you, like literally how you show up, how you physically show up in spaces. Yeah. And right now, I mean, we've, we can see in the culture that sort of that's shifting. Like we... I mean, like, we were just talking about Janelle Monae's music video. Like, these moments where we are trying to say, like, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is me. And you I'm may not apologize like, for it, and I'm not going to, yep, yep. You may not like how this how this feels, but, like, I think it's super interesting. And I, I have to bring up Janelle because, one, that music video is one of the most beautiful things I've seen. Um, just, like, visually how it's shot. But also the fact that when Janelle Monae first came out, she was considered very masculine. Yes. Because of the idea that she wore black and white and the and suits, suits. Mm-hmm. and she had the bouffant. She never wore hair out. And like what that, you know, like, and she talks about that in like some of the other new songs, Django Jane. Um, and even in that music video, how she's wearing a suit, she's wearing different color suits the whole time. Um, as opposed to make you feel, which is very feminine and fun and flirty. Um, and, and also pink and how that's like, sort of like, it's just a song for the ladies. Um, but like having to reclaim this idea that we can be both things. Yes. 
we can like there is like and also the binary of like what is masculine what is feminine it's like no i'm just here yes i physically am just showing up yes in this space this is how it felt to show up today yeah and this is what it looked like in some days I'm going to wear clothes that make me look like Kanye because sometimes, some days, that's yeah, my inspiration. Because like Kanye wouldn't have cared. Because you know, come on. I know. Kanye I know. wouldn't have cared. The like, old Kanye wouldn't have cared, but only Kanye cares. We don't know him well yet. <laughs> we don't know him well, but I feel like he cares more than the old Kanye, Kanye did. No, but that's. And do so not weird. at me about this. Right. We don't want to hear it. Don't even argue with me about Kanye. We can't even begin that discussion. But it's just like, I just think that that's. No, that's good. That's it's an good. interesting idea of like, and she champ, you know, she champions that. I think about people like, I've talked about this before. Like, um, a lot of people will tell me like, "Oh, your fashion, like, it inspires me." I was talking with my friend Armand about fashion. He was like, "I feel like you don't have any box that you fit in with that right now." And I was like, "He was like, I don't even even think I can tell you what your style is. I feel like you just show up." I think he might have even said that authentically. Like, it just, which means you can kind of pretty much rock anything, and that's the place that I've really fought to achieve. To be honest, like. I also want to create space that people who are in my life see that they can be exactly who they are. And I think it was Lady Gaga that said that about her clothing where she was like, sometimes I, you know, like I'm creating space for my fans to feel free to be who they are. Like if I go the extreme, then they know like nothing they do is going to be shocking. Like I will do that for you. Like, so I create space for everybody to be themselves. And I love that. It's just like, if I, and that's why sometimes I'm like, you know, if I can be a big girl in this world and wear whatever the heck I wear, you know, a big old white girl living in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, wearing whatever she wears on any given day, then maybe other people will feel like, man, maybe I could do that too. Yeah, because you know? I, we, I think that we need to create those spaces for each other, um, and we need because like it's the idea of like standing in standing in up for your sisters, like yeah. or just like people in general, but like especially as women, um, because I think that we also can buy into the comparison game, yes. and so like shying away from that and shying away from the idea that like. Even though, like, me and Becca, like, I don't compare myself to her. Like, the idea, though, is, like, yes, visually, I can tell. We are different. Like, we visually mm-hmm. look different. But, like, there's space for both of us in yes. any room. Yes. Like, there's space for, like, me to show up in a room with women in a lot of pink and flowers. And I'm going to be in bright yellow with a shirt that says content warning because, duh. Um, and so, like, <laughs> I love that shirt so much. <laughs> so it's just, like, that idea that, like, Things like we're allowed to have different styles and like embrace those and like welcome them, but at the same time, we like have to create spaces where like other people can feel like, oh, I could try that, like you know, like I could try that yeah. thing, yeah. Um, and especially if it's if you're one of the ones that's represented the least, so yes, and that and honestly, honestly, that's what makes this journey worth it, I think, for me and for you, Dom, like as we are processing through how to show up, how to. What is femininity? What does this look like? This is how God made me. This is how I believe I was created to show up in this world for such a time as this. And it's no small thing. And I think for us to um, continue to fight for that so that the women that right now don't know how to fight for that yet or aren't really sure what that looks like for them or how to show up what their style is. You know, I have friends that look totally different than they do, like now than they do in college. And I'm so proud of them because I've watched them become it's like their insides are coming out now, if that makes sense. Like, I always knew that was in them, but they didn't feel safe to express it. Or, you know, when we talk about fashion, like, you're like, I want I want to look more like myself. I love being with women on that, women on that journey because I think it is, like, 
we are just the best of God's creativity in so many ways. I'm not saying that he wasn't creative when he made men, but I just think... I mean, they great too they sometimes. Right. Sometimes but. they got good fashion. But, <laughs> but we look really cute. But, you know, I think sometimes I'm just like, wow, like we are so beautiful. Like all the facets of us are so beautiful. And as Lauren Hill said so gracefully, I hope that by people seeing the result of freedom that they'll want some too. Like when they look at oh, us yeah. and they're like wow, like, she is just herself. Like, she just showed up. And we have to remember those moments when that happens. Like, document that. And for all of you listening, when you feel like yourself, you're somewhere or you're in a moment, like, you got an outfit on, you got something on, you're like, man, I feel like me right now. Yeah. Like, remember or, those moments. You or know? even if it's your voice or, like, whatever the thing is yes. that, like, is you. Like, t- remember that moment. There's a there's definitely a video of me on on the internet going off to Cardi B. That is my most authentic self. If you don't believe me, I will post it on the Instagram so you can see that I am my most authentic self when I'm going off to Bodak Yellow because I make money moves. That's like the thing. And so I think that like we, whatever that captured moment is, like those are the things that you you should show on. Yes. Like you should and can show on, you know, like all the social medias Mm -hmm. because it's like... And recreate. Like, obviously, like, it's so much deeper than fashion. It's like how you feel in that moment. Like, whatever you're doing, how you feel most beautiful, you know? And you're like... Or empowered. Yes. Like, I feel like this is what... Like, beauty is as beauty does. Like, this isn't a moment of, like, I am doing a beautiful life right now. And I think we got to seek those moments out and we got to find them and we got to keep making them happen again. So... Yeah. Well, that was a a good first episode back hey <laughs> if you loved this podcast or if you didn't like it i don't really care about it like i said we literally <laughs> really don't care if you didn't like it um, but if you <laughs> did like it if you can subscribe rate share yeah do share all with the a friend who needs to hear a word about exactly and who she is um and if you're a fellow that's listening to this share this with your women and take notes because we stopped caring about what you felt <laughs> Two seconds ago. <laughs> and we probably wouldn't tell you if you asked, but you could listen to our podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, if you would also like to get in touch with us or anything, um, you can email us at theintersectionpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back. Have a good week, y'all. Yeah, enjoy your week. Bye.